Welcome to the Horse Talk Show. You never heard of a talking horse? With your host, Louisa Barton. I want to be a famous rider. Presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital. Truth is, I help horses with people problems. Now here's the Brit with the bit, Louisa Barton! Yeah, baby! Yeah. Welcome to the Horse Talk Show presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital. Thank you to Larson Vance, our broadcast sponsor, Idaho's finest alfalfa. I'm back. I was missing in action last week, had a nice little break and got away, which I really needed before big season is officially here, which it is now in the horse capital of the world, Ocala, Marion County, Florida. In the studio with me, I have my co-host, who manned uh, the, uh, the ship last week very well. I watched her and I was very impressed with her. Thank you, Paulette Stout, top equestrian. Uh, really appreciate her. She did absolutely fantastic job. And I was watching her going, oh my gosh, you look so pretty. <laughs> so when I got here, I said to her, Paulette, you look so amazingly beautiful after your makeup was absolutely fantastic. And she goes, well, you know, I knew I just had to do it. <laughs> Anyway, she did a fantastic job, and I uh, really appreciate her very yeah, well, much. Well, thank and, you. And it was a great show, and uh, I was particularly impressed also at the end with um, Gigi's video from the uh, that she edited herself. It was her first real professional job at um, at the air show jumping, and I think she's coming over here possibly to fix my microphone or something. So this is Gigi. We can give her a big round of applause. Woo! Amazing director. And. Um, Huh? You're on mute. Oh, sometimes that's the best thing to do to me. It's just mute me. Just mute me. That's all. Uh, also in the studio, we have Laurie Zink here with us um, with Horse Fever. And very excited to have you, Laurie. Thank, Thank you. you. First Thanks time for on the show. Me. Yes. yes. And you look beautiful. I forgot to tell you not to wear green, but you wore purple, so that's oh, beautiful. Oh, well, okay. <laughs> or you would have been a floating yes, head. Yes. 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 Uh, we've got a great lineup. The show uh, today, we're going to have Dr. Adam Kayot on shortly with us, and we're going to talk about random veterinary topics that listeners have uh, suggested. Ask him a few questions and put him right on the spot, as long as he's not on call, because he is on call on Wednesday nights. And um, we're very excited to be able to talk to him again. We also have Laurie Zink to talk to us about horse fever. And Paulette had a ton of questions before the show started, and I said, just wait. <laughs> we've got to ask her anyway. <laughs> and then we've got Ashley Enoch Scott on with us uh, later on. She's actually a DAC-sponsored rider, and she has a great story, a horse who's actually uh, used the DAC products since he was very young. And it's a, it's a great story of healing and miracles. She's also a top equestrian and has lots of fabulous photos, if you're joining us on Facebook, that you can see. Um, so we're going to start off, first of all, with a little bit of news. Uh, I want to wish a very happy birthday, sadly, to a great friend to the show when she was alive, uh, Penny Chenery, who uh, I was fortunate enough to be one of the last people to actually get a chance to meet her and interview her and spend time with her. And I can still remember the cameras going click, 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 like they were taking pictures of me, and they weren't. It was all about <laughs> her. <laughs> the first lady of racing, of course, owner of Secretariat, who made incredible breakthroughs for women in the sport of racing and actually in horse sports period. Um, and she was really an icon, uh, incredible woman. And today is her birthday. She was born in 1922. So if she was still so with us, she, how old would be? she would be almost 100. <laughs> yeah. And I felt very blessed to have a chance to meet her and have her brought uh, actually to my radio table at the Secretariat Festival 
um, and interview her. So just a, an incredible lady and wow, what a story she had. So. What was mm -hmm. one of the things she told you? Uh, she told remember. me that the secretary at Disney movie was not accurate at all. It was very nice, but it had a lot of Hollywood <laughs> stuff. And she told me that I was one of the best people who had ever interviewed her. Oh, which nice. I was like, oh, I've got to keep that because mm. she's been interviewed a lot, um, which really made me glow. Um, yeah. And you know me, I glow. Yeah, I hate the Hollywoodisms of movies. If they just do the story like I it's know. supposed to be, it would be perfect. But look, did she pick? Did she tell you any particular? No, major she just said there was a lot of Hollywood license. You yeah. know, but look, this is the way I look at it. You want people to know the story of the horse. The only way you're going to get people to watch it is yes. if you Hollywood it. Mm. Sorry. I mean, you'll get horse people to watch a movie no matter what. But otherwise, no. And I think the fact that the basic story was the fact. Yeah. Did she say it was? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The story's the story. That's history. But there was some elaboration and, you know, drama yeah, just to make it. Horses are always neighing all the time. Yes. 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 Horses don't <laughs> neigh constantly. Well, yeah, <laughs> that's that. It's so annoying. Mine do, but that's because they always want to be fed. <laughs> and they know if they nicker and make a noise. You're standing there in the oh, name, name while you're standing aside <laughs> of them. Really? Come on. Yeah, no, I know, right? You walk up and then... <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> See, you oh, no, I it. It. Oh, oh, my God. God. I've watched the movie. Come on, guys. Come on. I know. And every time I'm on the edge of my seat at the end, like, yes. is he going to win? Is he going to win? Like, I don't know. It's ridiculous. And I get goose pimples every time. Well, seeing Just the Belmont is really the goose pimples. That's it. When you sit there and you sit yeah. there and you sit there and you watch 34 legs, come on. Yeah. And he looks I behind have him. I that video on my phone, yeah. stored in my phone, because it's just so cool to yeah. watch. And my friend, Otto Thorworth, actually played, yeah. um, you know, he was on the show. He actually played Ronnie Turcott in the, in the movie, right. and he's got a book out now that's amazing. Did you read it? Oh, yes. The whole thing? Yes, and you need, I'll get you a copy. You need a copy. You need to read it. It's amazing. So was the story about that? It's more about his, what he's overcome to become who and he... And he's now a, a track... He's a track chaplain. Yeah. yeah. Amazing, amazing, amazing book. It's wonderful. Um, anyway, I'll get you a copy because I'll order it for you tomorrow. And what's the name of it? It's No Ordinary Champion. Yeah. Oh, cool. Amazing book. Okay. So, yeah, you got to see it. I'll okay. get you one. We're going to have an amazing story with Mark Allen. I know. And that right. movie, 50 to 1. I know. Mm -hmm. So he's going to be... But we have to move on. First of all, I need to congratulate. It's a good team. We got a good team here tonight. I got to congratulate my friend Mary Phelps. Top equestrian. I love her story. Um, she only started driving, I think, about six years ago. Maybe she represented the U.S. and won the gold in the cones in Hungary. She had the first Briar horses of this year. Her ponies in a box, um, and she's an amazing woman. Celebrated her 70th birthday, and um, has really shown the young folks what you can do. Little ponies, Shetlands, my Shetlands in England never looked anything like that. <laughs> that is not what my Shetlands looked like. Gigi's going to come in and kill me in a minute. Hairy, right? Did you say I was fat and hairy? No, <laughs> <laughs> no the ponies. Gotcha. I'm like, whoa, hold on a minute. Um, so, <laughs> no, my Shetlands were fat yes. and hairy, yes. Fat and hairy. Anyway, she is the USEF pony pair of the year, and that is a huge honor. Um, with her amazing Shetlands, and I love the Flying Gangsters, and I've shared lots with you about that. So congratulations, uh, Mary. And also, coming up in the beginning of February at the Livestock Pavilion, don't forget, 
that it is the Paso Festival. This is going to be absolutely wonderful, um, February 6th and 7th. Uh, about 130, I think, people or uh, horses already in this. Uh, is there should be really exciting. coming out from the South America or anything? I think so, yeah. yeah. I understand that there is, yeah. Um, and Ali hopefully will be on the show between now and then, maybe to tell us some more. But that should be a wonderful event. Don't forget the Florida Horse Park has the Stride Dressage um, Club show this weekend. That will be Sunday and I'll always. Be there. Will you? Yeah, I'm oh. training there. Oh, are you? Two of my clients, and I'm riding a three year old. Oh, awesome. fabulous. Do well. Thank you. Do well. Do well. You always do, do well. well. And by the way, thank you for doing well with my... Yeah, Barbie um, got those done. A friend in California got them done for me. And it's Stacy's... I forgot her last name. Really Skilson nice. Or something. I love it. Yeah. It's brilliant. They're made Gigi's here. and they take a lot of time to make them. Gigi's here. Here's your sign. Um, I actually have more news, so we'll just talk about it later. Um, so we have to go to break, but we're coming right back. We'll have Dr. Adam Kayart with us. Going to ask him some questions and uh, kind of just let's spare the moment questions that we got from some listeners and see what he has to say. So stay with us on the Horse Talk Show. We'll be right back. Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. We're listening to the Horse Talk Show. 
Welcome back to the Horse Talk Show, <laughs> presented by Peterson and Smith at Equine Hospital. Thank you to Larson Farms, our broadcast sponsor, Idaho's finest alfalfa. I'm in the studio, Louisa Barton here, with my co-host Paulette Stout. That was lightning. Um, <laughs> we also have special guest Laurie Zink with Horse Fever uh, and IHMC here in the studio. She is also an equestrian. And um, we have Dr. Kayot from Peterson and Smith joining us by phone. And we were actually just laughing because I was out last week and he asked me if I was on COVIDcation. COVID <laughs> I haven't heard it called that yet. But, um, there you uh, go. Yeah, uh, that is actually the ideal uh, name for, uh, and Laurie just yeah. mentioned that she's actually on and off, had been, been, on and off. been locked out of everywhere. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, you can't come to work. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I was actually in the mountains, Dr. Kaut, having about three day break um, nice. with nothing to do with, with horses. And I was <laughs> in bliss. I'm just yes, in bliss. Actually, I did miss my horses because I always miss my horses, but it was nice to go away from the phone, which yeah. I actually didn't go on Facebook for like three and a half days. Um, and which she was survived. Probably, yeah, I and survived. survived. And actually, I loved it. And it was so nice. Yeah, she trusted me with the horse. Ah, <laughs> this is absolutely fabulous. She did such a wonderful job. So, Dr. Kayot, I've got a couple of questions for you um, that are actually related to veterinary work. Um, and then Paulette yeah. may have something as well, and maybe Laurie, but uh, paranasal cysts. This came from a listener. Um, paranasal cysts, how serious are they in horses and do they cause below par performance? First of all, what well, are they? Well, what are yeah, they? Good question, all, what, are they? what are they? Yeah. I imagine yeah. they must be a cyst in the nasal passage just from <laughs> paranasal cysts. I don't know, you know, maybe right. not, but sounds like it. <laughs> right. Um, well, parent cysts, you know, cysts, aren't, they generally aren't a big deal. Um, however, if it's a big one, um, it could certainly uh, hamper airflow in the nasal, you know, area and in the nasal cavity and stuff. Um, so, but in, in so I guess it kind of depends. Depends on how big the cyst is. Generally, if it's a small cyst, it's not going to be a big issue at all. Um, <clears throat> and the closer it is uh, to the front of the nose, the better. Um, but uh, certainly if you have a large it, right? cyst, uh, and it could impede, in, impede airflow and conceivably cause some uh, decrease in performance, absolutely. That makes sense so because of the they, airway not happens? being open. Why are they there? Right. What, what is it caused by? Yes. Is it a hair? Is it, a, is it cancerous? Is no, it it's just, uh, you know, it, it, we don't know what it's caused by. It's not like it's not like a like a cyst hair, like cyst that they get on their back. It's just um, just a pocket that fills up with fluid and just kind of appears, you know, out of genetic bad luck, basically. So, so then, what do you do? Laser them? Um, you can laser them. You don't really laser them. Generally, we open them up and pull the cyst out. The, you know, it feels like a bag. There's like a it's like a bag there that fills up, and so you surgically remove that bag. And, wow. and so you don't have to suture it; you just remove it. Um, no, you generally do suture it after you're done. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, how far up can they be? 
Um, they can, well, I mean, conceivably they could go all the way up to the nasal, tur- you know, the, the turbinates in the back. So, you know, they could back. be anywhere in there. But most back. of them you'll see um, around the muzzle, around the nose, and the nares opening. Mm-hmm. And then yep. the other question is about kissing spines. Um, I guess there's been recent uh, studies that have been done that scientists are now proving that kissing spines is hereditary in horses and are rapidly homing in on areas of the equine genome that are linked to this dehabilitating condition. Um, Your thoughts on that and questions about not continuing to breed a horse that has a kissing spine. So what, what is it? So, so what is it? So, kissing spine is doing... basically yeah. a narrowing and touching of the dorsal spinous processes of the, you know, of the spine. So mm-hmm. they have these dorsal processes that come up, and that's what basically forms your withers. And so um, they have those are very large processes that that are there at the withers, and the processes shrink in size as they work from you know from head to tail so kissing spine is a narrowing and actually a touching of those dorsal spinous processes in the spine so does it pinch it doesn't surprise me that you know there's some genetic link there i i haven't personally been involved or asked enough questions of following lineages of kissing spine horses that i've seen to say yeah it seems like it you know, it's genetically related, but it certainly, it certainly uh, is is not unconceivable that that could be the case. And the the interesting thing about chick oh, is don't deal well with it at all. Did you lose me? No, yeah, we still got okay. you. <laughs> okay, some some horses don't deal well with it at all. And I just looked at a horse the other day, like last week or two weeks ago, that had three to four kissing lesions. Kissing lesions where these these bones are actually touching and there's some reactivity of the bone. And he doesn't have a problem with it at all. Right. Was that the 30-second sign? Oh, okay, good. question. Brandy King asked, best therapy for muscle spasms? The best therapy for muscle spasms. And then she said, "Beamer back on track. Others truly work." So. I, I'm sorry, Paulette. I couldn't really hear um, you. There. Like what? Best what are your best therapies um, for muscle spasms? Yeah. Do you like the beamer? Do you like the pulse? Do you like the what kind of therapies do you like? Well, I don't. I don't necessarily lean towards one therapy or the other. Um, whatever works for you uh, certainly medically speaking horses that that um have those muscle spasms we'll put them on muscle relaxant um at the carbamol usually um, but if you want to do certainly heat is always always good to loosen up the muscles and um you know promote blood flow but any of your pulse waves um what about any of those things are certainly not going to hurt i don't know how much they help honestly um, but uh, but you don't think a dog you know, certainly wouldn't wouldn't no nah, yeah. yeah I am a I am a on EMT she's a massage therapist I'm, yeah right I'm right. a massage therapist right. and certainly I massage do. is always nice yeah, yeah. isn't it I know I've been trying to get it to massage me for like but, two years <laughs> but a massage therapist works over a horse for an hour to an hour and a half right you know not just a few minutes of something right. Right. And so, so you, you put right. stretching in that 
I mean, massage therapy to me is like the key to everything. I know. I just can't. You give me a massage, I fall asleep every time. That's great. You know, I mean, obviously, I mean, certainly it helps with with, um, in humans. You know, you kind of got to get some crossover here. Humans that have muscle spasms, it certainly um, is very beneficial and um, can help with the with the muscle stretching and that sort of thing. So, certainly, massage is a is a is a definite good tool as far as that goes. And last, very quick question because Gigi's coming in, which means we have to giddy up and be done. Um, yep. Laurie asked acupuncture. Any thoughts on that for um, as a therapy? Um, acupuncture has been around forever, and this is my this is my stock answer on acupuncture. I think anything that has been around that long has to have some validity and use to it. Um, of course, the science behind it is not great, but um, I certainly think in 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 some instances acupuncture can be beneficial. Lovely. Thank you, Dr. Kayot from Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital. You can find them at petersonsmith.com or call them at 352-237-6151. Thanks, Dr. Kayot. Thank you. Next week, more questions. <laughs> Talk to you soon. We'll be back on the Horse Talk Show in just a couple of minutes with Laurie Zink. Stay with us. This show is presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital, one of the top equine hospitals in the USA with services including ambulatory, surgery, sports medicine, reproduction, and with doctors on call 24 hours a day. Check them out now at petersonsmith.com. The opinions of the hosts and guests on the host talk show are not necessarily that of Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital. This show is brought to you in part by Summit Joint Performance, promoting a healthy, thick synovial fluid, decreasing inflammation in the joints and improving the cushioning properties of the cartilage pads. All age horses can benefit from Summit Joint Performance. Our Facebook broadcast sponsor is Larson Farms. The Larson Farms mission is simple, to be the leader in quality and value. Richard owner of Larson Farms is committed to a positive attitude, integrity, dedication, quality, and teamwork. Larson Farms is committed to being your supplier of Idaho's finest alfalfa, a complete line of mixed and grass hay. Larson Farms, Idaho's finest alfalfa. This show is brought to you in part by Horse Boxes USA, the newest and most advanced way to safely transport your horses in style. Horse Boxes USA comes standard with a backup camera, horse cabin camera, and dual fans. Visit them at JJ Tack Shop on Highway 40 in Ocala or online at horseboxesusa.com. Hi, this is Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. We're listening to the Horse Talk Show. Welcome back to the Horse Talk Show presented by Peterson and Smith. Equine Hospital and Complete Care. Apologies to Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital. I've been saying that for seven years. And now I have to add and Complete Care. So I'm sorry. Because it's <laughs> I'm working on it. Because yeah. they do more than repro and surgery. They do the whole thing. Right. They, they come to your right. farm. They Ambulatory, the everything. And Larson Farms, our broadcast sponsor, Idaho's finest alfalfa. Um, and in the studio with me, I have Paulette Stout, host last week, co-host this week, a brilliant job. Mm -hmm. And also Laurie Zink from Horse Fever is here with us. Laurie, thank you for being with us. Oh, thanks, Louisa. Laurie, a little background on you. You're actually a horse person. Yes, I am. Tell us a little That's bit about why. that. Been around the more your life, right? All my life, yeah. 
um, and multi-discipline, multi-breed. Um, came to Ocala because of horses. Didn't we all? So, didn't we all? <laughs> a lot of us, I think. Uh, and uh, and now work with uh, I'm working on a project with different kinds of horses around town. And now ones you don't have to feed. Yeah, and I don't have to clean up after them. No too muck much. and poop. <laughs> no muck and poop. No muck and poop, and uh, <laughs> just different kind. Well. There is yeah. some poop involved, but you know. Yeah. You know. Right. <laughs> so, um, sharing with you here on Facebook, uh, if you're joining us on Facebook, or if you're not, if you're on the radio, you can scroll back to tonight and have a look. Um, we actually have the plain white, if that's what color that is, right? Yeah. Plain white plain. Um, statues. Mm -hmm. uh, tell us about where they came from and and and. And who? Well, we who, get now. You know, it's our twentieth anniversary right, right now. So yes. twenty years ago, or twenty-two In years 2001, ago, twenty oh one. Yes. Um, we started with the first horse fever project, um, which uh, had fifty-three horses in it, and then ten years later, we had one that had thirty-two horses in it. And now this year, just as sort of a hats off to the 20 year anniversary, because it's also the 20 year anniversary of Marion Cultural Alliance as well, right. because horse fever is what created Marion Cultural Alliance. Right. So, um, so we just kind of tipped our hat and said, we'll do a few more. And also, you know, we seem to have this um, reoccurring theme because the first horse fever was released a few days after 9-11. The second horse fever was in the middle of the worst recession that this country has ever had in my lifetime. Uh, and uh, now we're in a you know, pandemic. global <laughs> pandemic. So we thought, what the heck? Let's cheer us up. Let's, let's you know. And, and, uh, but you know, the reality is, is exactly what you said. It is, it does, you know, art and uh, creativity horses. and yes. horses, the, wow. that package together, what could, what could be better? Um, right. So, um, so anyway, we are doing the horses. We're actually, like you guys who are on Facebook are seeing the horses being taken away by their artists to go be painted. And um, this Friday and Monday, uh, we will Creech Horse Transport is once again, I mean, <laughs> Back in the day, they were Hudson, H.H. H. Hudson. Mm -hmm. Now they're Creech, and they are our official hauler. So we will be picking up all the horses and uh, bringing them in to get clear their clear coat, get groomed, get groomed, get, get show ready, get okay? show ready, mm -hmm. and um, and then they will. Um, we will be having an unveiling, uh, which I'd love to invite everybody to come to on February the thirteenth. Uh, it is at Transformco Warehouse, which yes. is the original mm -hmm. Kmart right. distribution center. Love those guys. They're and great. They're amazing. And um, we, uh, and it's going to be so safe and so socially, every horse basically has their own paddock that you can visit them in. Oh, <laughs> so, you know, and so there'll be all kinds of food trucks and children's activities and you'll get to meet the artists and you'll get to ask questions about the horses and we do have a couple of really um, fun things that we're going to also reveal at these. Um, we have three things going on in this program that we've kind of are, well it's the anniversary so right. we're doing an anniversary. One of them is um, there was a horse 10 years ago called Clockwork Fury, which some people would remember. Um, 
he was bought by Crystal and Brent Fernang at Journeyman. Mm -hmm. And he has lived at Journeyman Stud for the last 10 years. And so Crystal and Brent, um, and, and so he's been greeted, you know, from people all over the world. He greets everybody that's come to Journeyman. And uh, recently when he was no longer on his base, there were calls from all over the world and texts and emails like, where's, where's Clockwork Fury? Where's he gone? Well, he is, Crystal and Brent donated him back to the program this year. His original artist, Mark Hirschberger, has completely redone him. He's sort of a, like a Mad Max steampunk horse. Mm. So, so he's been now elevated to this, with all this new, very cool crystal technology and all kinds of, like, I mean, it is so cool. And, um, and he uh, is going to sell, he'll be our, our anniversary, like, He'll be doing everything that the original herd did. So he is selling um, at the OBS March sale at the two-year-old select. He actually oh, wow. is the last hip number of the, on the Monday <laughs> of the that. sale on March 16th. <laughs> and all his proceeds will go be split between uh, Marion Cultural Alliance for the Cultural Awards Program and with, for the FTC charities in particular, um, the uh, Thoroughbred Retirement and Women's Prison Program. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Um, and so we're, we're really excited about, about that. Um, and, you know, that's what the whole point of these horses has been, that they also are so much a part of helping and giving to our community. So, How so wonderful. Clockwork. So they're so they're selling these are these horses are actually for sale. People are buying these horses after they. Yeah. Well, what what's happened is this this year <clears throat> things because of the pandemic have had to be done just a touch differently. Um, in the past, all the horses have gone to auction to live auction. They've been sponsored and have gone to live auction. Um, this year we couldn't really do that. You know, have a huge event for a big auction. So. What we did is we did the exact same thing. This is a juried art show. There was a call to artists put out regionally. Uh, we had designs submitted. We had uh, five jurors come from all around the state, including you know museum directors, gallery directors, art historians, professors, whatever came, and they select the art pieces. We don't. They select which artists get chosen and which horses get painted, and so. Um, so then the, um, then the horses go to their artists. And then this year, though, um, we had uh, a patron program. And the horses have actually, some of, most of the horses, have actually already been purchased by a patron. Um, and, that, um, and that, but they've been generous enough to allow the herd to go do some visiting and some some promotional events, promotional you know, some events. things like that. What, because what does an average horse cost? I mean, for of the artists. What, what do you mean for like after, to paint? After they've been painted, what is the average? Is there an average? Well, the well, the average is about thirty-two thousand. Um, horses have sold for in the eighties, sixties, fifties, forties, tens, you know, throughout the three programs. Wow. Isn't that amazing? So um <laughs> but we That's uh more than the ones you feed. Gigi's giving me the look. Yeah. 
Uh-oh. Which means hurry up, hurry up, hurry up. Oh, okay. Uh, One quick mention, though, before we go, and that is this has all been in partnership with the FTBOA, the Florida Thoroughbred Breeders and Owners. Well, there were so many people I want to be able to thank, but I guess I'll Well, no, you can stay. Oh, I can stay? Yeah, you're fine. okay. Yeah, you're fine. Gigi's not kicking me out We'll come back now. Oh, okay. We're going to have the palm opener (laughs) and the Pulse Live read, and we'll be back and finish this up with Laurie uh, in just a few minutes. Stay with us on the Horse Talk Show. This show is brought to you in part by DAC Vitamins and Minerals of Florida. All horses need a solid immune system, excellent joint support, a healthy gut, and DAC has all the vitamins and minerals they need with the NASC stamp of approval. So like them on Facebook now or go to feeddac.com. DAC, it makes a world of difference. At All In Removal, we offer the best service and highest quality products. Whether you need fine shavings, large flake, a custom blend, or even bag shavings, we have the bedding and removal services you need. We use only reliable late model trucks, and our team of drivers are courteous, respectful, and hardworking. We train our staff to the high standards we are famous for, and our customer service team prides themselves on being experts on our products and an advocate for our customers, helping them to maximize the value they receive. If quality and service matter, give us a try today. This show is brought to you in part by Seminole Feed Stores, family-owned since 1934. Manufacturing fixed-formula horse feeds with mindful monitoring and quality ingredients right here in Ocala in an all-natural, non-medicated feed mill. Seminole Feed, simply the world's best and safest feed. Like them on Facebook now or find them at SeminoleFeed.com. Nirvana, Ocala's premier medical spa, is leading the way in great skin with all the newest in treatment options, offering prejuvenation for younger clients and rejuvenation for all ages. Nirvana knows you want to look your very best, but we've all seen people with the telltale signs of too much work. We want you to look like you, just better, brighter and younger, with all the newest and best in technology and all in the most beautiful surroundings. Like Nirvana Medical Spa on Facebook and find them on the web at nirvanamedicalspa.com. Become a better, brighter, and younger you. Welcome back to the Horse Talk Show. You never heard of a talking horse? Well, listen to this. <laughs> with your host, Louisa Barton. What does it feel like to be in love with a horse? Presented this hour by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy store. Now, here's your pretty, pretty you're switched on. You're a bit of all right. Yes. <laughs> Welcome back to the second half of the Horse Talk Show presented by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. Thank you to Larson Farms, our broadcast sponsor, Idaho's finest alfalfa. I bet they're having some snow there by now uh, out in mm-hmm. Idaho. Uh, a quick shout out for Pulse Center of Ocala. Uh, if you're an equestrian with body aches and pains, you need to go to Pulse Center of Ocala. The therapy is so effective. Uh, honestly, we were talking about therapies earlier, and I personally skipped several weeks going to Pulse and managed to get back last week, and it made such a huge difference. Uh, the therapy is amazing, incredible, and I know that most equestrians put their bodies through the paces. I see Paulette on Facebook all the time. Uh, just killing it, and I think she really needs Pulse Center of Ocala. So I if you check them out, because I had panels fall on me yesterday. Oh, Paulette. Yeah, about Goodness about gracious. two thousand pounds. Oh, yeah, you do. Yeah, need. you definitely need to go. To <laughs> you pulse. need to go by for your horse talk show free demo and be and be pulsed. <laughs> really. 
uh, in the studio with me, Paulette Stout, my co-host, and also we have Laurie Zink here. We've been talking about uh, the Horse Fever Project and how excited we are to have these horses here. And they've been they've been around and visited, and, and they're getting clear coated and groomed up, ready um, to for their artists. I mean, very exciting to actually see them completely finished. But right before we went to break, we were talking about the Florida Florida Thoroughbred Breeders and Owners Association, the FTBOA and their part, and I know Laurie wants to thank them and also some, some other groups that have been very helpful in promoting and, um, and working with Laurie on this incredible project that's certainly cherished by our entire community. And as Laurie mentioned, um, they seem to come along when we're going through some kind of a disaster, <laughs> yeah. and um, they kind of take people's minds off, and you've got a, a different focus and something mm -hmm. else to think about. So, yeah. so Laurie, um, the FTBOA, of course, a big part of this. Oh, well, if it wasn't for FTBOA in the very, very beginning, um, we, we wouldn't be sitting here having this conversation. Um, actually, it was in the day, it was uh, when... Um, and God bless him, Dick Hancock yeah, and um, and um, E.L. Foster, who are not both no longer with us now, um, but so dear to all of our hearts, who really stood up and said, "Okay, yeah, you you, you girls, Paula King and I." They said, "Well, yeah, y'all are crazy, but we're going to support this 100 percent and uh, really helped us from the out the outgo." So, so we. It's just a, an idea, and it. Well, you know, the public um, <coughs> art projects with animals, Animals on Parade, started with the cows in Chicago, which originally started in Zurich, Switzerland. Um, and, um, and so it became kind of a, a craze across the country. And uh, when we, there was a, a group of us who were thinking about what was it that our community needed in the arts community the most, and we needed an arts alliance. And... Um, uh, and so at that time, I was going back and forth a lot to Kentucky because I mm -hmm. was an owner in a thoroughbred farm here in a two-year-old consignment. And um, anyway, and they were working on a, on a public art project. And mm -hmm. we ended up kind of uh, ch chatting about that. And uh, we came back. And I actually was relatively new to Ocala. And <laughs> Paula's going to kill me, that she said, but we sat there and I said, I know exactly what we can do. Let's do a public art project and we'll do horses. And she said, oh, no, no, that's, that's like, it's too big. You know, let's, let's, can we do ponies? I said, in the horse capital of the world? No, no we, we are can't. not the pony capital. Yeah, although Mary Phelps is yeah. trying to change, change that. that. Yeah. <laughs> and ponies, it's not that we don't love our ponies, but anyway, they're not a big enough canvas, you know? So, um, so anyway, and so it, it was about three years in the making before the original, um, the original now, group came out. That, who purchases all of the horses that come in for the artists? Well, they, when they went to live auction, they were purchased like, I mean, we ran the auction. Before, before they were painted. Oh, we Marion Cultural Alliance. So they bring all, all the horses. And give them to the artists. They, the artists Well, paint. there's... Sponsored. I mean, they're they're sponsored, they're, yeah. they're sponsored um, uh, and they're and then they go to their artists and their artists paint them. The artists then they they are they're ours except mm -hmm. uh, until they're sold and and to their pay, which in this case now we have the patrons. But I am excited to announce because we couldn't do an auction this year. 
um, because of the pandemic. We have selected, there's three horses in the group that we have pulled out a little bit and they're gonna be called the Giving Collection. And those three horses will be raffled into the community. So you could have a horse on your farm so you can for a raffle ticket. A raffle ticket. And, oh, wow. um, and, uh, and, but the very cool thing about it is that all the proceeds from the giving collection will be generated through Marion Cultural Alliance's cultural grants programming so that it will the monies will be spread out across the arts community in Marion County um, especially after everybody's had you know a little mm -hmm. bit of a rough year yeah and we're also we also have another really special horse that we're unveiling as well which is um, his name is Legacy and he is a memorial horse to uh, Chief Graham and he is amazing I can just tell you um, so uh, the so we're really excited about the this whole anniversary collection has so many of the elements that we've had all you know giving uh, charitable you know art you know really good art that can come back to the community but also recognizing the people who have really given a lot back to this community for different things so and chief graham so, certainly left a legacy mm -hmm. and that just you kind of messed me up yep, a bit. I know, I saw. See that? And it's going <coughs> to wait till you see the horse. You'll be, I don't yeah. know if I can. I so, might just um, lose it completely. But, <coughs> so the, and so anyway, um, I'm so excited for like February 13th. I told you all, you can, everybody can come. You'll be really safe there. Everything's being taken care of. But there's also going to be children's activities and food trucks and music. And, oh, how fun. And uh, you'll get to meet the artists and you'll get to talk to them and find out, you know, and hear all the stories about each of now the horses has just, such yeah. a story to so tell. Who decides the themes of the horses? Uh, well, the designs, you know how we do a call to artists mm -hmm. and the designs are all turned in mm -hmm. and then the jurors come Decide. from everywhere and they choose which, which horses ones? get picked, put in the, so, um, and that's been our, this Horse Fever project as a whole, as a public art project, is recognized around the country, has been and still is recognized as one of the top public art projects in the country. And the, thing, and the things that we, and that has a lot to do with how much total money we've raised throughout the whole program, which is, you know, about $2.8 million for the arts and in it's this wonderful, community. It's wonderful, isn't it? But, but we, um, but and I think the two elements that we've consistently done differently than a lot of other projects is it is a juried art show. And I mean, it is, the, these horses are pieces of art. They're not, you know, a, an advertising, yeah. you know, it's not the Babylon horse no. or the, no. you no. know what I mean? Right. And, and it's not the FSU horse or right. the whatever, yeah. you know, or the, what, um, they're pieces of art. And the other thing is, is that, they always have given back. Like in yes. their first year in their auctions, the, the people who purchased the horses, half the proceeds went to Marion Cultural Alliance, but the other half went to any charity of that buyer's choice. So it's incredible. I mean, it's, just, it's been so it's given you know the yes. ripple effect has just been huge across. It's almost like like large <laughs> painted ponies. Yeah. You know, Gigi is standing inside the I door. Do. <laughs> Laurie, I want to thank you so much. Thank We've you. had the website up here. Um, if you. you want more information uh, on the horse fever, uh, 
it's right up there for you um, and uh, and you know please check it out it's an amazing project Laurie has done an incredible job Laurie thank you so much well, thank and you. thank you for making me cry in the middle of the show okay, yeah, well, it very you know, much. You know I love you, you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Laurie Zink amazing guest wonderful information and and sounds like a fantastic time on February 13th you know we'll be there so We'll be back on the Horse Talk Show in just a few minutes. We have a DAC-sponsored rider with us, Ashley Enoch-Scott, and really looking forward to listening to her story. So stay with us on the Horse Talk Show. I'm going to go wipe my eyes, and I'll be back shortly. <laughs> the Equine Performance Center, Opala, with numerous success stories and featuring the most advanced equine conditioning and rehab equipment available in the world today, is striving to be the best in the nation. Find them on the web at epcrehab.com and like them on Facebook now. This show was brought to you in part by TT Distributors, dedicated to bringing their customers a largest selection of quality horse supplements, products, and farrier supplies in Florida at affordable prices. Also online at ttdistributors.com. This hour of the Horse Talk Show is presented by Palm Chevrolet in Ocala, where the entire team is committed to making your experience in sales and service hassle-free and easier than ever with no games or gimmicks. Come in and visit on Southwest College Road or online at palmchevrolet.com. A second-to-none experience with all the amenities. Palm Chevy, find new roads. This show is brought to you in part by DAC Vitamins and Minerals of Florida. All horses need a solid immune system, excellent joint support, a healthy gut, and DAC has all the vitamins and minerals they need with the NASC stamp of approval. So like them on Facebook now or go to feeddac.com. Dak, it makes a world of difference. Hi, this is Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. We're listening to the Horse Talk Show. Welcome back to the Horse Talk Show presented by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. Thank you to Larson Farms, our broadcast sponsor. Idaho's finest alfalfa. I'm Louisa Barton in the studio with my co-host Paulette Stout. And also joining us, DAC-sponsored rider, Ashley Enoch-Scott. We haven't had her on the show before. Excited to have you with us. Thank you for joining us. You're welcome. Uh, tell us a little bit of your, your background. You grew um, up with horses. I did. My mom was a rider, so she got me involved. Um, she rode with me while I was in her belly. So I've been involved since day one. And um, she got me caught on the showing bug. And she pretty much stopped showing so that myself and my sister could show. Oh, really? Um, so we grew up just traveling, going on the road. Um, my mom bred and raised most of her own horses. Um, what so I was what very breed did she? She was very involved with the Pinot Arabs. Oh, um, so Lovely. she showed Arabs circuit and the Pinot circuit. Wow. Um, I grew up in Oregon, so the Pinot circuit is huge out there. Um, they still have like six judge shows and just solely Pinto shows out there. So I grew up showing that. Um, but I eventually switched over to the stock breeds because it Probably late in my high school years, that's when the stock types started coming in, stock type judges. So it was really hard to compete on the Arabs. Um, they didn't have our division stock split type up. Pintos? Yeah, so like quarter horse types, um, the paints were coming so in. So they were double registered paint. Paint pinot, yep. <laughs> yep, yep. So those are pictures so of some of the horses that I had growing up that I showed. Um, and it was, it was a really good experience, you know. Riding Arabs, I love them. They taught me a lot. Um, and, you know, my mom threw me on anything and everything she could, so it made me a really good rider, um, which I'm grateful for to this day. 
Yeah, those experiences are priceless. Mm -hmm. When you have a mum that's brave and supports mm -hmm. you and, and loves your sport, yep. obviously, because she herself uh, mm -hmm. was involved in it. So, uh, so amazing. So um, up until what point did you, then you moved here to Florida? Um, kind of. I went to college in South Dakota. Um, I played soccer through college, but I also was involved in the equine management program at the college I went to. Um, and then I eventually moved to Florida from there. Um, I always wanted to live somewhere where I could ride year-round. And not freeze to death. Yes. Not freeze to death, right. Yes. I, I can actually remember digging my ponies out of snowdrifts. I mean, I'm, mm -hmm. I'm not exaggerating. I, I had a, a, one of the places we lived, the, the barn was like an L shape, and quite often there were drifts, mm -hmm. like over in front of the stall, and I would have to actually well, like dig the, Dakota, the drift like out. Yeah. yeah. I got really spoiled in college because our barn was heated, and we could ride in a heated barn, clean stalls in a heated barn, and when I graduated, life hit me because there weren't heated barns everywhere <laughs> and that's when I decided that it was probably better to find somewhere where I didn't have to worry about how many days of the week I could ride because there were a lot of days you couldn't ride and um, I do remember season, those days yeah their show season is very short yep. it's May through August um, mm -hmm. it's a little more extended now because they have a little more indoor facilities now than mm -hmm. when I was there but um, it was a very short season so if your horse wasn't ready to go you didn't have a show season. And so. it's very hard to train in those kind mm -hmm. of conditions, you know, if you, if you don't have a covered and closed arena. Mm -hmm. I remember if we didn't have the NEC, the National Equestrian Center in Birmingham, that I used to show at, I wouldn't have been well, able to I show you. I broke thoroughbred horses in Pennsylvania, and by October the ground froze. Mm -hmm. So I was tending bar between October and April. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. right. I know. What right. else were you going to do? I know. I know that's yep. true. Our and horses we, were turned out, and I mean, the end of September they got turned out. We pulled them back in, and um, in March, just so that they would shut out by the time we start showing again in May. Yeah. And it was just, it was the life there, and I don't regret it at all. I loved it out there, but. I want to ride year-round and you and know you can certainly do that in the horse capital of the world that's uh, right so we're fortunate <laughs> about that so um tell us a little bit about um we've got some horses here we're mm -hmm. showing some photos up Is here if you're arrow? on facebook nope um, that's a quarter horse uh and i see a lot of ribbons Pinto world. Yeah, <laughs> he actually is registered solid pinto um, he was a very young horse at that time. Um, I was wanting to get him a little more exposed out in the world and going to Tulsa is a very big place to go and get a horse broke. Um, so I was involved in a paint barn and they were all going to the Pinot World and so I registered him solid Pinot and I went and just showed him in a well, ton of events out there. solid Pinot? He had to have a Pinot parent. Nope. Um, the Pinto Association opened up their doors for solid horses, so any solid Appaloosas and any solid quarter horses, as long as they don't have any markings on them, they're allowed to be registered solid Pinto. You're kidding me. Mm -mm. It Look was, up, it you was taught way, Paulette something yeah. she didn't know. It That's rare. It was a way for them to <laughs> gain more registrations, more that, members. I mean, that's what's happened to a lot of associations is they were getting mm -hmm. the solid. So as long as they didn't have a star or anything. Oh, beautiful horse. Well, they can have the white, the traditional mm. white markings, like the foot markings or the face markings, but they couldn't have pinto Look type her, markings. Look how beautiful she looks. Oh. Look Thank at you. that outfit. My solid goodness. Solid pinto. Mm -hmm. So I took him out and I got him broke my first year. My, my goal was to go out and just get him exposed. And we ended up um, reserve all around amateur that year. And so the next year, you know, I, I'm the type of person that when 
I set my mind to something, I'm gonna go do it. So the next year I was like, if I can get reserved this year without trying, I'm gonna go and try to win this thing. And so I went out and, you know, it was a hard show. It was a hard fought show, but I ended up winning the all around the next year on him. So it was a and really he was, great. How he old? was he was five by then. I didn't start showing him until he was almost four. That's young. Yeah. Wow. So not uh, as young as most of them are. He's a, no. He was actually very delayed. Um, yeah, that's not the way this regular show. No, is. and he's and it's better, and he's probably sounder, isn't he? Yes, and yeah. he's actually my Dak story. He's um, your Dak story. He's my Dak story. He so was, Suzanne told me about your yeah. Dak story. I, I I love that. Yeah, he was an orphan, um, and he his mom died when he was three days old. So I essentially bottle raised him. Um, oh my goodness! And who's I got the goose That was my trainer at the time. Who is it? Um, Rob Manili. Okay. With Manili Quarter Horses, mm-hmm. he lives up in um, outside of Atlanta, Georgia. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a different horse that I owned at the time, um, and that was Jellybean's mom. That was the one that um, died when oh, she was giving birth really? to him. Yep. Oh. I raised her. I bought her while I was in college, and raised her oh. and um, showed her. And, and how old was she when he was born? Oh, I think she was 11 or 12. Now these are quarter horses. Yep. Um, that was an appendix mare. She um, was thoroughbred oh on gosh. one side. Gorgeous. Um, she was a really nice mare that I had. Um, so Jelly Bean was the mm-hmm. mom. Jelly Bean passed away when... No, Jelly Bean is the, the Jelly Bean is the is The, the mom horse. was Dee Dee. Dee Dee that yep, passed she's away. She's the one that passed away. Oh. Um, and he was, was only three days old. Yeah. Yep, and oh so gosh. he. That I started has to have him. been a tough time. It was. It was a very tough road. You know, it was. We went through a lot emotionally, um, and you know, you want to do right by your baby. You know, you brought him to the world, and now you have to get him to survive. And so it was. It was a hard road. Um, it was something I had never experienced before. So, you know, it was um, a very, very much a learning experience. Um, but he was a great baby, so he made it very easy on me. That's good. That helps, right? And I guess he was relying on you because once mom's gone, Mm they've got to rely on somebody, right? Very much so. Um, So DAC, uh, Mm -hmm. Direct Action Company, uh, is a supplement company, vitamins, minerals um, for horses. And I have been... in case you're not brilliant. Yeah. uh, Mm -hmm. uh, By the way, I'm American now, but I still can't pronounce... I became a citizen, what, a week and a half, two weeks ago? Two weeks ago, I became an American citizen. I still can't pronounce the word... Vitamin. (laughs) Vitamin, properly. <laughs> so, um, anyway, uh, Gigi's giving me the face, which means um, we're going to have to take a break and come back. But Ashley's going to tell us the rest of the story about how DAC vitamins and minerals played such an important role in actually saving her orphaned horse and uh, obviously bringing him to great success in his life. So, super cool story. Stay with us. We'll be right back on the horse. World-class equine rehab promoting faster recovery is available at the Equine Performance Center Ocala. Hyperbaric oxygen therapy and underwater treadmill, a saltwater spa, an aquapacer, magna wave, a vibration plate, swimming pool, massage and laser therapies. With post-surgical care, memberships, packages and BOGOs, EPC delivers a rejuvenated horse through proven and innovative rehab. Like Equine Performance Center now on Facebook and find them on the web at EPC Rehab. This show was brought to you in part by TT Distributors, dedicated to bringing their customers the largest selection of quality horse supplements, products, and farrier supplies in Florida at affordable prices. Also online at ttdistributors.com. 
This hour of the Horse Talk Show is presented by Palm Chevrolet in Ocala. Experience the difference in buying. Palm makes it simple with no pressure, the best sales staff, and lots of inventory. Experience the difference at Palm Chevy in Ocala or online at palmchevrolet.com. Palm Chevy, find new roads. This show is brought to you in part by Seminole Feed Stores, family-owned since 1934. Manufacturing fixed formula horse feeds with mindful monitoring and quality ingredients right here in Ocala in an all-natural, non-medicated feed mill. Seminole Feed, simply the world's best and safest feed. Like them on Facebook now or find them at SeminoleFeed.com. Hi, this is Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. We're listening to the Horse Talk Show. Welcome back to the last segment of the Horse Talk Show, presented by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. Thank you to Larson Farms, our broadcast sponsor, Idaho's finest alfalfa. I'm Louisa Barton in the studio with my co-host Paulette Stout, and we also have a DAC rider here with us, Ashley Enoch Scott. Been talking about her wonderful story about growing up with horses, having an amazing mother that um, supported her riding and helped her and got her on uh, any horse just to get her confidence and get her riding. She's been very successful. Uh, she had a, uh, a colt that uh, actually was orphaned at three days old. She was able to, um, to save him and feed him and look after him. And, and his story is really another testimonial to um, the direct action company that makes the vitamins mm -hmm. and minerals. Like my horses uh, have been on for, I think, close to seven years now. And I'm very thankful all the time that my 35-year-old is doing as well as he is. And I really do attribute a lot of that to, uh, to Dax. So um, please carry on, Ashley, and tell us uh, the rest of the story. I know oh. that, um, that you used. Um, Grant Frazier <laughs> says congratulations. Yeah, oh. she was actually part of his beginning. Um, he was born at her barn. Aww. So um, she was very much a huge part of his early life. Aw, um, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so she's been one of his number one fans. Um, but, yeah, I mean, he... You know, as a baby, he he was bred to be an English horse, so mm -hmm. they grow a little faster and bigger. Mm -hmm. um, so we immediately started him on um, the Dax CMZ paste mm -hmm. um, just to help keep tendons loose. And, um, Did he have a diagnosis other than being orphaned? Nope. Just nope. He was very healthy, very strong. Um, he, from day one, was eating hay. He was drinking milk out of a bucket. <laughs> I mean, he was just, he was very independent from day one. Um, so like I said, he made it really, really easy on me. Um, I know it's not always the case, but um, he was very, very good. Um, but he just, he took to it really well, but we immediately started him on the CMZ paste when we saw, you know, leg tendons getting tight mm -hmm. and whatnot. And then um, he stayed on Colt Grower until he was about two. Um, and now he's on the DAC DDA supplement as well as um, the DAC oil. And he's Those are Bible for me, yes, right there. They are, Those two are like, yes. I can't run out. If I get low, I, I panic. Mm -hmm, exactly. So he's consistently been on it. He's seven now, um, and he's been a Dak horse since he was probably about three months old. So That's amazing. Yep. It's incredible, isn't it, what the difference you mm -hmm. can see in them and, and how much it does to support them. And, uh, and, uh, and you've used the Bloom as well? I have used the Bloom. I used the Bloom on him when he was about a yearling. Um, we did that for about a year. 
um, and then we switched them over to um, just the DDA and the oil. Which are wonderful, the DDA is the digestive mm -hmm. um, one which really supports the digestive system of the horse which is so important and the oil of course um, very good to keep everything moving through the horse helps with weight and keeps the coat nice and shiny and uh, all of that overall health of the horse so um, wonderful wonderful products uh, and you can actually go to feeddeck.com for um, more information on the other products they have. I have actually just recently uh, started my horse on the new um, Cushing supplement that they've oh come gosh. out with uh, because he was diagnosed with Cushing's about five years ago I guess and mm -hmm. we got his numbers way down and recently they were back up so I started him on that product so I'll be interested to take his um, his ACTH again after mm -hmm. he's been on it for about six or eight weeks and see uh, how he's doing so um, uh, really really impressed with all of their products with everything from digestive to any kind of specialty issue that you might have as well that they can address with a nutritionist who's fantastic uh, and with the products so um, what is next on your list of accomplishments You've, have you got a, a bucket list um, well I do have a bucket list um, ironically right before I showed up here um, I know you don't know this yet we actually sold him um, we just tightened really? up the sale right before I got here so oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> congratulations to Elizabeth Gannon she is now Aww. his new owner but um, yeah you know I, I constantly have goals and I want to keep bettering myself um, he was an amazing animal I've always had the English horses because I'm very tall I'm I'm five nine and I'm all legs so <laughs> I always need the bigger horses what a terrible um, problem to have <laughs> <laughs> so I've always raised the English horses ridden the English horses um, he for some reason really really like doing the trail and so we kind of ran with it and he he's been very very successful at it um it kind of gave me the bug to want to have a western horse and um you know unfortunately my lifestyle i have a young child at home um i just i can't reasonably have more than one horse and training at a time um, and show more than one horse it's just it's a lot of work right so um we made the decision to sell him um so and you're happy um, about his new home? I am. I'm very happy with the new home. It was um, definitely a feel-good moment with where he's going to go. So he's actually going to stay local. Oh, um, good. Yeah. So and, you'll be able to follow what yeah. he does next. Yeah. And, and stay friends. I'll be able to go still see him. Oh, and how wonderful. Watch him at the shows we go to because we'll all be at the same shows. So. Oh, how wonderful. Yeah. So she's going to go on and, and carry on mm -hmm. with his, um, his showing. This is at yep. World Equestrian Center. It is. We were the very first show there um, in December. It was at the Tom Powers Fraternity. Tom Powers, yeah. Um, that was a major bucket list for me. I've always wanted to go there, but never thought I'd have a horse good enough to go. Um, and plus, it's usually held up in Michigan. Right. So this year, because of COVID, they canceled the show in Michigan this summer, and they ended up bringing it down here. And so as soon as we found out it was down here, that was my goal, was I wanted to go show there. You're going to do it, right? We did it, and we ended up um, reserve champion in our Amazing. novice rider, novice horse class. So... Congratulations. Um, yeah, it was definitely an experience to show there. It was an amazing facility. Um, he loved it. I loved it. And I couldn't have asked for a better first time being there. So. Yeah, you, a friend you. of mine, T.W. Gross, was judging there. Oh, um, really? Yeah, and that's actually where he's going to be going. Oh, um, he's T.W.'s going to be. Oh, really? Yeah. Carrie Gross yep. and T.W.? <laughs> yep. Small world. Yep. Yeah. Horse world. This is a small world, isn't yeah. it? He looked, is, did he see him there, or how did he know about him? Um, I've shown with them for years. And, um, Carrie and? Carrie and T.W., yeah. And so, um, you, you know, they approached me at um, the Golden Gulf Coast Show in Tampa in January and asked if I would sell them, that they had a client that was looking. And so 
you know, I said if it's if it's a good fit, you know, of course. So we've been kind of in contact since, and um, Elizabeth came out and wrote them a few times, and just really yeah, fell in love them with really them. Well. Yeah. They're Look good how people. wonderful! Yeah. That's fantastic. Yep. So that's where he's going to be going. He's he's so going to be a happy ending. Yep. That's so wonderful. So talk about how DAC has. Um, I know we must be getting very close to the end of the show, but mm -hmm. tell us about how DAC has really supported your, uh, obviously your love of the horse and, and mm -hmm. your career and what and what you're trying to do as you're juggling a five-year-old and horses and. They, you know, Suzanne has been um, the rep in our area, and she is there at a moment's phone call. If I need something, if I feel like something needs to be tweaked, you know, I can call her, and she's right there. And I think that's the biggest thing with the support, support through the product, because you can have the product. It's knowing how to use it. If you don't know how to use it, are you getting the full effect out Potential, of it? Potential, right. And so it's it's been great having her for support because if I need something, I can call her and say, hey, I need this. If um, somebody is, I've been using Brandy King as my supplier, if she's out of a product, I can call Suzanne and she'll find it for me and get it for me if I need it right away, if I'm leaving for a horse show and I realize I'm low on something and I need it to come with me, you know, she's really good about that. So that's been kind of my biggest thing with it is not only are the products good, but you have the support system along with it. So. It's so much better than calling some Customer 800 service. number in a foreign right. country and trying to get something mm -hmm. sent to you. So uh, Gigi has entered. Uh, so here's your sign. Director of the Horse Talk Show uh, has come in and let us know that we're at the very end of the show already. Ashley, I want to thank you so much. You're welcome. Uh, Paulette. Uh, wonderful to have Laurie in here as well. We've had a great show. Uh, please do check out DAC at feeddac.com. If you haven't liked us on Facebook, please like us at The Horse Talk Show. Follow us on uh, Instagram and Twitter. And also subscribe to The Horse Talk Show TV on YouTube. Uh, we're getting a lot more footage uh, ready for that and uploading it. So lots of uh, horsing around. Thank you for joining us. We'll be back at the same time next week. We've got some great guests for you already lined up. So whether you're in Ocala, Marion County, the horse capital of the world or not, happy horsing around until the next time.